Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we look at the events of world cricket from a fan's point of view. But unfortunately, due to the unprecedented nature of the rise in COVID-19 cases in India, there is no cricket to talk about. The COVID-19 crisis has been hard on all of us. I myself have been affected by COVID-19 in the past one month and I understand how hard it can be for some people. So here at the podcast, we've decided to pledge our support towards the Hemkund Foundation, an organization aimed at providing COVID relief and oxygen supplies for those who need it the most. For every listen we get on the podcast in our new series, Memories of the IPL, we will be donating a certain amount towards this foundation's campaign to help make the lives of those affected by COVID-19 better. We urge all of you to do the same as well. The information is in the bio of the podcast, which can be found on Hubhopper. Today, on our IPL memories, we're rewinding over 10 years. We're going all the way back to 2009 and then skipping forward to 2010. IPL 2009 was an interesting tournament for a couple of reasons. Firstly, because of the general elections in India, the entire tournament was shifted to South Africa in the span of just 11 days. And because of the weather conditions in South Africa in April and May, a lot of the players were playing the IPL matches wearing sweaters and beanies. So really do go and watch the highlights of some of those games just to take note of how the jerseys looked. But that year was also historic for because of one team and that team was the Delhi Daredevils. Now, the Delhi Daredevils historically haven't been the most consistent team in the IPL. But in 2009, with players like A.B. de Villiers, Virinder Sehwag and Kumar Sangakara, they were really dominating the tournament and finished top of the table, winning 12 out of their 14 matches. They played the Deccan Chargers in the semi-finals. Delhi finished first and Deccan Chargers finished fourth. Adam Gilchrist was the captain of the Deccan Chargers that year. Deccan Chargers had sneaked in based on net run rate. Delhi batted first and made about 152 runs. And then Adam Gilchrist came out to bat, captaining the Deccan Chargers, and smashed 85 runs in a mere 35 balls. I mean, the game was over before it even started. Gilchrist just blew just blew Delhi away. And really, Delhi lost all hope of winning that tournament. And they still haven't won an IPL since. The Delhi Daredevils doesn't have much of a legacy to live up to. And the capital name is now doing them some good. But what that did was... It created a new system of knockouts in the IPL because after Deccan Chargers eventually beat the Royal Challengers Bangalore, who finished third in that particular league stage in the finals, Adam Gilchrist, the captain of the Deccan Chargers, went to the IPL committee and said that this system of eliminations isn't fair because look what's happened. Number three and number four teams have ended up playing the final, but both teams had either won eight or seven matches. Now, that's not fair on the teams who have consistently won 10 or maybe even 12 matches throughout the league stage of the IPL. Because at the end of the tournament, after the finals, they still, technically speaking, have more points. And so the IPL committee came up with a new way of determining the knockouts at the end of the IPL, where the top two teams play each other in the first qualifier and the bottom two teams, that is teams number three and four, play each other in what's known as an eliminator. The loser of the first qualifier goes on to play the winner of the eliminator in the second qualifier and the winner of that plays the winner of the first qualifier in the final. This system that Adam Gilchrist created today 
has ensured that ever since 2009, in the 11 editions of the IPL qualifiers that have taken place, nine out of those 11 times, the top two teams have ended up playing the final. No team finishing three or four has actually won the IPL, with the exception of the Sunrisers Hyderabad in 2016. And that just goes to show how dominant the teams that do win the league stage are, because they truly are the best teams in the tournament up until that point. When we talk about the best teams in the tournament, a couple of teams do come to mind. The first, of course, is the Mumbai Indians, the most successful team in the IPL. But if we're talking about a team which has been the most consistent, a team that's made nine IPL finals, it's very difficult to look past the Chennai Super Kings and their captain, MS Dhoni. But where did this legacy that CSK have built really start? It started in Mohali, all the way back in 2010. The Chennai Super Kings had made the final of IPL 2008. They hadn't done that well in 2009. And come 2010, you knew that CSK was a good team, but they hadn't really asserted their dominance in the league yet. In 2010, in the very last game of the league stage, the Chennai Super Kings were playing the Kings Eleven Punjab, a very good team at that point, the Kings Eleven Punjab. Mahila Jawadhane was there, Kumar Sangakala was there, Sean Marsh was there, young Piyush Chavla, young Irfan Pathan. They had a lot of very good players at the time. CSK had played 13 games so far and they had to win this last game to qualify, else Punjab would go through. And when Punjab made 192, faces dropped in the Chennai Super Kings camp because one normally didn't go out there in 2010 and chase 192 in a 20-over game. It's seen as a steep chase now. And when Dew doesn't come in, it gets even more difficult. And naturally, Dew didn't come in. So what did CSK do? Their man for all ages, Suresh Raina, got a 50. Suresh Raina has been one of the most consistent performers for the Chennai Super Kings. And at that point, there was another player that CSK sent out to go and try to win them this game. His name was Subramaniam Badrinath, and CSK sort of used him the same way the Mumbai Indians used Ambati Raidu, where he was their umbrella man. Whenever there's any sort of trouble, whenever it's raining a little bit, just send out Badrinath and he'll get the job done. And Subramaniam Badrinath smashes a quick fire 50. But when MS Dhoni comes into bat at number 5, there's still 90 runs to get of the last 7 overs. Now that's difficult by today's standards. We're talking about 2010. And slowly, Dhoni and Badrinath start putting together a partnership. But it's getting very tight. Three overs, 45 to win. And then the big over comes. Two overs, 29. Now, by this point, Dhoni, back in his prime, is now on fire. Two overs, 29. One over, 16. Irfan Pathan is charging into bowl. Dhoni steps aside and slashes the first ball for the fourth. Irfan Pathan comes back to bowl the second ball. It's short and wide and Dhoni jabs it away for two. There's 12 needed of the last four balls. Advantage, bowler. What does Irfan Pathan do? He goes for the Yorker. He charges in, bowls a Yorker, and Dhoni hits the famous helicopter shot. And the ball flies out of the stadium. I mean, if you were in that stadium that day, standing on ground level, all that would have happened is you would have heard a crack. And a small white projectile would have flown out of the stadium at rocket speed. Next ball, Irfan Pathan comes charging into bowl again. There's four needed of the last three. Advantage Dhoni. Dhoni steps back and hits another six. And this one goes so far beyond the stands. That's probably still sailing in the atmosphere near the, near the Himalaya somewhere. And really on that day in 2010, with that win against the Kings Eleven Punjab, A, the legend of Dhoni the finisher and Dhoni the captain just grew and grew. 
and B, it helped CISK qualify and eventually win their first IPL title in 2010. They came back to defend their title and win it again in 2011. They made the finals in 2012, 2013 and 2015 and they qualified in 2014. They got banned for two years but they came back and 2018 they win the IPL, 2019 they lose out by just an inch quite literally with that last run that Chardul Thakul wasn't able to take. So one could very aptly say that the legacy of CSK was born that day in Dharamshala in 2010.